the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Good morning. Oh, what a wonderful morning to pray. Would you join me? Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King. We have no king but you. And Lord, regardless of what's going around us, we see your faithfulness. We see your love. We see your peace. We see your joy. And we are in your presence where there is fullness of joy, fullness of peace, fullness of compassion. It is a joy to join with you once again and to speak about your word, your word which just consistently encourages us, your word which accomplishes all that it sets out to do. Blessed are you, Lord, giver of your word, giver of your son, and giver of the atonement that we have in him. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, it's good to be back here. You know, last week we just got into Passover a bit. And uh, I should mention, though, before we get back into Passover, that uh, tonight, May 1st, tonight is our walk of remembrance. If you want to walk with us to remember the Holocaust and to say that you'll never forget, you can bring signs or you can just bring your walking shoes and meet us a little before 7 o'clock on corner of Bayshore Boulevard and Bay to Bay. Okay? And we'll walk up and down Bayshore a little and and. People will probably honk at us, and and we'll be a reminder to them that we should never forget the fact that this Holocaust happened and that the atrocities that people uh, can think of to hurt other people are not acceptable. Would you join me in that march? Yes, it's tonight at 7 o'clock, corner Bayshore Boulevard, and Bay to Bay. I'd love to see you out there. And when you're there, would you introduce yourself to me? Love to meet you. 
Okay, let's go back into the Passover. You know, we stopped, we we were talking about the 10 plagues, and I was re- letting you know that the the way it is celebrated in the Passover is not just that, yay, you know, uh, the Egyptians got what they deserve. Not at all. As I mentioned last week, a full wine is symbol of joy. And in the Passover Seder, at the mention of each of the plagues, you are to put your pinky into your wine goblet and take a drop of the wine and place it on your plate, symbolizing the fact that you don't want to have fullness of joy if anybody suffers. And I mentioned it reminds me of Galatians 6, 2, bear one another's burdens and thus fulfill the law of Messiah. So as I read to you both in Hebrew and in English, these plagues, I want you to think of your pleasure being lessened because these plagues, though they were a... a Um, They were God's judgments, so to speak. Our heart of compassion is still there. And so whatever you can do uh, in radio land, so to speak, to take a moment and just, you know, uh, maybe pray quickly for people who you might think are your enemies. Okay, that would be good. So here we go. Here are the ten. Blood. Or I'll read the Hebrew first. Dumb, blood. Tzephadea, frogs. Kenim, lice. Arov, flies. Dever, pestilence. Shechin, boils. Barad, hail. Arbe, locusts. Chosech, darkness. Slain of the firstborn is Makat, now, as I mentioned last week in Luke 26, uh, 6, 27 and 28, it says, But I say to you who are listening, love your enemies, do good to all those who hate you, but those uh, bless those who curse you, pray for the ones who mistreat you. So at this point, I think a prayer is in order. Oh, Lord, thank you for your mercy and deliverance from all these plagues. You brought your people from bondage to freedom with rejoicing. You gave them the promised land that they might keep your precepts and observe your laws. You know, in 1 Corinthians 5, 7 through 8, it teaches that Yeshua became our Passover when he died and delivered us from the bondage of sin. It says this in verse 7 and 8, Get rid of the old leaven. So you may be a new batch, just as you are unleavened. For Messiah, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast not with old leaven, the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread, the matzah of sincerity and truth. And in Exodus twelve fifteen, we talked about this last week, tells the Jewish people to remove all leaven from their house, So prior to Passover, we would take all the breads and cookies and cakes, cereals, it's all made with leaven, and get rid of it. And and symbolically, look, it says in Scripture, this was done because they were in a rush, so they didn't allow the bread to rise. 
and and unleavened symbolizes without sin. So it makes perfect sense. Now, the Passover Seder, as we mentioned last week, the Seder means order or the order of the service that we do in our homes. And Haggadah means the telling. It's the book we use. Okay, so in Exodus 12, God has told Israel to commemorate this celebration by eating three things, lamb, matzah, which is the unleavened bread, and bitter herbs. Now, tradition has added vegetables and roasted egg and charoset, which is a great apple and nut mixture with a little wine in it, and then four cups of wine. And besides that, almost in every Seder, there is something called a matzah tash. Uh, tash meaning a, like a pocket or a linen pouch. Now, picture this. You've got to get this. The linen pouch has three different sections, but they're all connected. But they're three separate. And a piece of the matzah is in each section. And each piece has its individual compartment, yet it is one. So sometimes when it is explained, if it's explained, they talk about the unity of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or the unity of Aaron, the Levites, and the people, or the unity of God, the high priests, and the people. Now picture what they do in the middle of the Seder. The middle matzah of these three are broken in two. Remember that the, the middle matzah either represents the high priest or the Levites or Isaac, which is interesting because we know that Abraham almost sacrificed Isaac, right? So this middle matzah, which represents the high priest, is broken in two. Then it's wrapped in a linen napkin, it's hidden away by the leader. Now, this is called afikomen, which is actually a Greek word. And it, it, it has some different meanings. It means that which comes last. It means he will come again. And it also means dessert. Now, the afikomen must be found, and usually it's found by the children, bought back or redeemed for a price, and then the afikomen is broken, and you can't go on with the Seder unless everybody eats of this. So this is done in all the Seders all around the world. Picture this, this uh, high priest, broken, wrapped in linen, hidden, redeemed for a price, given out to everybody for dessert, can't continue without you receiving it and eating it. Does this sound like anybody you know? It's such a great picture of Yeshua, our Messiah. And so Jewish people who don't believe in Yeshua do this in their seders and give no explanation because there's no understanding of why they do it. They just do it. It's tradition. And, uh, and so they do this, and, and it just happens. And, and in, the, of course, Messianic Seders, we explain it like I just explained it, uh, because this is an amazing reference to the New Covenant Passover. This is an amazing reverend, uh, reference to Yeshua. 
So in Luke 22, verse 7, it says, Then they came the day of matzah, when the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Now Yeshua sent Peter and John saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us so we may eat. Is this amazing? Do you see how God's thread runs through all of this, through the, the Hebrew scriptures and the new covenant, so we can get this? Let, let, let me explain another thing. In Exodus 12, 8, it says, They are to eat the meat that night, roasted over fire with matzot and bitter herbs. They are to eat it. So one of the traditions uh, that was started is that you dip the bitter herbs into salt water, which makes it uh, untasty. It, it, it makes it, you know, uh, it makes you want to cry to some extent. It, it's just not good. It reminds us of the suffering of the people. So in Matthew 26, verse 23, Yeshua replied, the one who dipped his hand in the bowl with me, meaning dipping the the bitter herbs in the salt water, he's the one who will betray me. So you understand what they were doing at this time of the Passover Seder. They were about to take the bitter herbs and put it in salt water, and they said, the one who's done this in, in the bowl with me, he's the one who betrays me. He's the Judas Amazing, isn't it? Then John 13, 1 through 15. You know, there's, there's this time in, in the uh, Passover Seder, which is uh, where you have to wash your hands. It's, it's part of the Seder. You do it at the table. So in John 13, uh, let's read starting in verse 4. So he gets up, meaning Yeshua, from the meal and lays aside his outer garment. And taking a towel, he wraps it around his waist. This would be totally traditional. Then he pours water into a basin. Of course, he's going to wash his hands. But then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel wrapped around him. Isn't it like Yeshua? He takes a law, a, a tradition, and then he expands on it. So it's not just washing his hands. So now, then he comes to Simon Peter, who says to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Yeshua responded, you don't know what I'm doing now, but you will understand after these things. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Yeshua answered him, if I don't wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Master, then not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Yeshua said to him, He who has bathed has no need to wash except the feet. He is completely clean, and you are clean, though not everyone. He knew who was betraying him. For this reason, he said, Not all of you are clean. Verse 12, So after he had washed his feet and put on his robe back on and reclined, he said to them, Do you understand what I've done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly you say, for I am. So if I, your master and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example. You should do for each other what I have done for you. And so Yeshua is teaching us with the, the ceremonial washing. He's teaching us about servanthood. 
He's teaching us about serving one another. This is an amazing, amazing thing. And I, I want you to understand the, the, the beauty of this within the Seder of what Yeshua did. Then there's another thing that we do in the Seder, which is traditional, but it's based on Scripture. The four cups of wine are based on four promises in Exodus 6, 6 and 7. The first cup is called the cup of sanctification. I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. So if you think of Egypt as sin, uh, sanctified, you're being made holy by coming out of their yoke, you see? Secondly, uh, the second cup is called the cup of deliverance. And that is, I will rescue you, you from bondage. So I'm going to deliver you. Now, the third cup is called the cup of redemption or salvation. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm. Spiritual redemption is found in Messiah's sacrifice. And the fourth cup is the cup of praise. Because, look, if you've been sanctified, delivered, and redeemed, what else is there except to praise God, right? So Matthew twenty six twenty six is all about the matzah. And so he says, now while they were eating, this is the Seder, Yeshua took matzah, and after he offered the bracha, the blessing, he broke and gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And in Luke twenty two nineteen, it's expanded a little. He says, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in memory or remembrance of me. In Matthew twenty six twenty seven, it says, And he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave to them, saying, Drink it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the removal of sin. This was the third cup. After eating the matzah in traditional seders is the cup of, the third cup. It is the cup of salvation, the cup of redemption. This is the Lord's Supper. This is communion. This is what it's all about. Do this in remembrance of me. And this is what was done at this Jewish Seder, this Passover Seder. Is this exciting? Another important aspect of Passover is the slaying of the lamb at Passover foreshadowed the greater redemption found in God's appointed lamb, the Messiah. In John 1.29, the next day, John sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Though it's not at the time of Passover, it's definitely talking about the Passover lamb who, when we put the blood over the doors, saved the firstborn. And in this case, the final sacrifice, the lamb of God, he saves the entire world when you receive him. 1 Peter 1.18, you know that you were redeemed from the futile way of life handed down from your ancestors, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood like that of a lamb without defect or spot, the blood of Messiah. 
Ephesians 2.13 says, But now in Messiah Yeshua, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Messiah. Is that amazing? Is that amazing? Hebrews 9, 14 and 15. How much more will the blood of Messiah, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? For this reason, he is the mediator of a new covenant in order that those called may receive the promised eternal inheritance since a death has taken place that redeems them from violations under the first covenant, which explains why Yeshua had to die. It explains why the blood is required. It, it, it takes you back into Genesis when when God made a covenant with Abraham and, and God uh, put Abraham asleep and God walked through with the animals on the either side, he, he slayed the, the animals and he walked through because it was his covenant. Abraham didn't have to do anything except believe. And it was counted to Abraham as righteous. And so you are, have been given the same opportunity, and that is to believe. Believe on Yeshua, the Lamb of God, the final atonement, and you will be saved. Is this an amazing thing, how Scripture... You know, people say that I don't believe in, in the Bible because it was written by so many people, and I say, I believe in the Bible because it was written in, by so many people because how could so many people have such an anointing of amazing uh, possibilities of keeping everything together, all these writers, and we have one book which cannot be denied, which makes perfect sense. God is telling us that he is faithful, and today is the day of salvation. Today is the appointed time. If you are listening to my voice, especially if you're Jewish, but even if you're not Jewish, and you have never received Yeshua, the Messiah, this is the day you should do it. Just repent of your sins, ask Yeshua into your lives, and dedicate your life to him forever, because he is that Lamb of God. Amen? Well, oh, I guess I got carried away a little, didn't I? <sighs> but you know what? If you're going to get carried away, let's get carried away about something really amazing and good. So, uh, you know, I love the Flyers and I, I, I love the Rays and, and the Bucks and the sports teams. But, you know, Yeshua is my Messiah and I live for him daily. And I'm way more excited about him. So, excuse me if I get excited. Well, somehow we've gotten to the end of the radio program again. And I just want to challenge you to be hearers of the word, not just do, I mean, ju not just doers, excuse me, but hearers of the word. Okay? So join us. Come to one of our services. Join with the appointed times. We have Shavuot coming up June 12th. You can come even this evening as we march for Yom HaShoah, the, the uh, Holocaust remembrance. We're going to be meeting at Bayshore Boulevard 
in Bay to Bay tonight at 7 p.m. Join us. Bring your friends. Bring your church. We need to be the one new man in solid uh, togetherness, as, as it says in John 17. And then people will know Yeshua the Messiah. So please, and, and, and if you would like to help us with uh, the finances of this program, uh, please do so as well. Could you call us at 813-831-5673 or email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. May the Lord be your first priority and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.